this description falls under the category of commercial insurance. And in commercial insurance, there is a type of policy that is a called excess and surplus line. Sometimes it's called uh, non-admitted carriers. And the way this works is there are some types of insurance. could be what's called a business owner's policy or a BOP or a commercial package policy. Sometimes there are standard forms for general liability or professional liability. But there are some types of coverages which are unique in their makeup or in their risks or that does not have a large volume of clients. So there's not a standard form or standard rates that are filed with the state. Most insurance forms and coverages are filed as standard coverages within the state where the policy is being written. And it's written in two ways. First of all, it, this, the carrier, the insurer, is what's called an admitted carrier. And their coverage, their policy, is a standard lines policy on a, on a standard form. If you're a carrier that's not admitted in a state or you're writing a policy that's not a standard form, you will write what's called an excess lines or surplus lines or a not admitted carrier. And when that's done, the insurance agent or broker has to have a different type of license in most states. Unless you have an excess and surplus lines license, you can't sell that type of insurance. In addition, the insurance commission of that state also charges a fee, an extra tax, so to speak, on that policy. So if your policy premium is, let's say, $800, there might be another $30 or $40 or $50 fee that's a tax, excess lines tax, that goes into a state fund to administer those excess and surplus lines. And if the agent does not collect that tax and remit it to the state, that's grounds for license problems. They also have to keep different types of records for an excess and surplus lines policy or not admitted carrier policy. And if you're dealing with a commercial policy or even in a personal lines type insurance coverage, if you see a surplus lines notation, or an excess and surplus lines notation, be sure to discuss with your agent what that might mean to you. Are there differences in protections? Uh, sometimes an excess and surplus lines policy does not have the state fund behind it should that insurer become insolvent. And where this comes in is where there's unique types of coverages that don't exist. You may have to cover some exotic uh, pet or maybe some non-standard risk in a business where you have a very unique business that has some equipment that insurance companies aren't used to, to, to seeing as apparel. Um, excess and surplus lines has a, a important place in the market because without it, a unique risk would not have any type of way to have that risk transferred or covered by an insurer. But since it doesn't have a standard form and standard policy, the state doesn't have any control over what the rates are and whether or not the company's solvency is being monitored as much as it is for a standard policy. So if you see excess and surplus lines, be sure to have your agent describe to you what the reason why that type of coverage is not standard and are there other markets or coverages that might be available because it's the responsibility of an agent 
to first look for standard coverage before they place you with excess or surplus lines or not a Medicare year.